Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. 49 faces looked to him in triumph. Over the last 12 months, they had each taken turns and promoted his business for a week at a time, driving over $987,342 in revenue. What if you had a network of 50 centers of influence who promoted your business every week for a year? Grab your copy of the number one Amazon best-selling book, The Ultimate Guide to Growing Your Business with a Podcast, at 33% off the Amazon price by going to ultimatepodcastbook.com. Again, that website for 33% off the Amazon price is ultimatepodcastbook.com. Welcome back to the podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune of interviewing for, I believe it's the third time, my longtime dear, dear friend, Jill Lublin of jilllublin.com. In case you didn't hear the first two episodes over the last 10 years, Jill is a master publicity strategist and international speaker. She's a four-time best-selling author. She does over 200 speaking engagements a year, and she's shared her amazing expertise on the same stage with Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen, James Malinchek, Richard Simmons, and with little old me, Jill, thank you so much for joining us. It's great to be here with you, Seth, again. We always welcome you back to share your expertise. So since the last time you were on a couple of years ago, the world's changed a whole heck of a lot. You know, it's a constant change, right? And part of publicity is is changing with it. But, you know, the good news is some things stay the same and are consistent. So publicity always works. That's the great news. That That is very true. Now, in this day and age of post-COVID, TikTok, chat GPT, um, what is, what are, let's talk about the things that stay the same first, and then we'll talk about what's changed. Okay, so here's the, the deal. You know, the reality is, listen, you can say to me all day long, oh, you know, the sad state of affairs or newspapers or, you know, whatever it is people keep saying, but here's the deal. People are still reading newspapers. They're watching TV. They're looking on their phones now and getting their news from their phones. It's super great, you know? So there is all kinds of ways that um, you can get featured, seen, heard, and um, it is consistent. And the power of publicity is consistent to get you, you know, paid, seen, heard, and exposed in the most positive way so that your expertise can impact and influence others. That's publicity. I, I think that's a I think that's a really good point. Despite all the ways that the world has changed, I think if anything, it's made it even more opportunistic for entrepreneurs and thought leaders because there are now more ways we can get in front of people exactly. than before. Exactly. I mean, I'm excited by this. You know, the reality is it's actually been duplicated in some cases tripled by the amount of publicity you can get because now you can control a lot of it podcasts for instance facebook lives instagram lives tiktoks all of it you control it that's publicity uh that's super great and on top of that the traditional media 
has also multiplied because now you're not only in the paper, on the radio, on the TV, you're also in the in their internet, on their dot coms. It's I just I'm excited by it because I do see the multiplication factor of it and and that actually now people are more in control of your publicity than you've ever been. I'm sure you hear this a lot with all of that splintering, with all of that multiplication of media outlets. How do we get through to the folks who we want to, let's say, give us publicity? Because it's one thing for me to do a Facebook Live. I'm creating my own event. But it's another thing for, let's say, the Wall Street Journal to write an article about me, which I think is probably the traditional definition of what people think of when they think of publicity. They think of some reporter at some media outlet writing about me and my business. So how do we get through all the noise? How do we get those reporters to still want to cover us in this day and age? So the same way we always have, meaning you've got to create a great message, uh, which for me is one of my strengths with people, is is creating a, a strong and powerful message, right? Why should they care? And I will tell you, in writing guerrilla publicity, what was apparent to me in interviewing media, small, large, entrepreneur magazine, you know, really great media that all of you would want to be seen and heard in. And, you know, one of the things that actually the editor of Entrepreneur Magazine said to me was, Jill, tell people what I care about is what my readers care about. And and the reality is, is that was repeated to me from multiple media, whether they were radio, TV, podcasts, or blogs. Uh, they want what is good for their readers, their listeners, and their viewers. So this isn't just about, oh, promote your business, you know, what I call beat the chest publicity, but it's really about having a, a good message that permeates what the audience cares about. And I think, Seth, this is where the rubber meets the road and people need to get off. This is what I do. This is what I do. It's really about what's the solution that you're providing? What's the problem that's that's needed in today's world that you can solve, but speak in solutions, not in here's what I do, here's what I do, right? So it's it's really a transfer between I to you language and that people really need to start speaking in you language. I think that's brilliant. And you're falling right into, you know, something that I've heard, I've read in your books where People want to know, you know, what's everybody's favorite radio station with them? What's in it for me? Now, instead of talking about, look at us, we're a fabulous company. It's really about here's the problem that we solve and who that we who we solve it for. Now, you're a master at crafting a message, at getting the media to pay attention. How do I turn that you language into something that a media outlet would actually want to write about? So part of it is let's see like what's really going on, right? So what is it that you do that can solve an issue that's going on out there? When we got times of war, my psychologist might be a good person to talk to, my stress person, my how do we stay calm person, you know, whatever it is uh, that they do, I would be sending them out. I'm working with a peace activist and we're talking about what to do in times of war, right? And how to be peaceful, not only, you know, internally, but externally. And that's a great story, right? That's got her on ABC. How good, how great is that? So um, you take what's going on out there and let's see where what you do can fit in. And that's your first question. Um, and make it relevant. For instance, one of my clients, she's a uh, firefighter, first female firefighter in North Carolina. So that in and of itself is a distinction. 
um, in a small town in North Carolina. And now she's do, talking about how to put fires out in your business. And it's, you know, it's super fun. And it's, of course, a play on everything she's done. She's not a firefighter anymore. And when the earthquake in uh, Syria and Turkey happened, I said to her, let's talk about first response and, and bring back your firefighting woman, you know, because sometimes I think that people forget uh, the, who they are in other parts of their world, your universe. And I think that that would be a really good thing for many of you to think about. How can you use everything you've got, everything you've got, the different parts of you? Because here's the good news. Once you're in media, you control it. In other words, it's just the getting in part. Um, and then you can talk about your message, your larger message. One of my clients, she's a business consultant with a son who's autistic. We talk about the son. Well, for let me just say for National Autism Month, she's the one who goes out, talks about her son and, you know, being a mom and how do you balance a business with, with these, you know, these kinds of responsibilities. That then drives everyone to her website, her free gift. The point is you're in media, you get the message, you get to control it. That's a good thing. See where I'm going with that? I, I do, and I love it. And I love that you're telling us, teaching us to use everything. Because um, we, as business owners, we get tunnel vision, right? We think this is what I do. And we don't think, hey, having a, I'm a business consultant. Now you might say, hey, what does having a child with ADD have anything to do with being a business consultant? But she got exposure. And I am sure that there were business owners who could be her potential clients who saw that because they've got kids who are have ADD too, and they resonate with her because of her personal situation. Is that accurate? Exactly. He actually has autism, but exactly what I'm saying. And, and that's the point is that um, you're, you're focused on uh, what you can do, maybe what's in your world, maybe something you've never even shared with anyone. Maybe it's about being a woman and you're an International Women's Day. Um, maybe it's about being a mom or a father, you know, for Mother's or Father's Day. I mean, there's all kinds of ways you can play this. And it, what it does is open up much, many more possibilities. And that's what I want for people is more possibilities. Absolutely. And that's a perfect segue into something that um, I'm, I'd love to get your PR take on. I'm sure you've heard a lot this year, this past year, of course, has been ChatGPT. So I saw the eye roll for those of you yeah, watching. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Was I that obvious? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to wind you up and say, Jill, as a publicity expert, give us your opinion on how we should or should not utilize ChatGPT in our publicity acquisition efforts. Okay, so the first thing I don't want you to do is get obliterated by chat GPT, okay, really. And what I mean by that, I mean, the truth is, people can use your likeness and, and all of a sudden you're not who you are, you're not authentic to, you know, your energy, who, who and what makes you special. The, the other thing I want, I want to say is that bios, I consistently see people's bios incorrect. And that drives me crazy. That was the eye roll part. Um, now, here's the good news. You can use chat GPT, and I want you to use it to start an article and, you know, create um, a great, for, I really like it for article starts and getting, you know, just getting yourself going out there. I just don't want you to rely on it. You still need your human element, who you are, your voice. So I like it as a good start and then add your voice. Then I'm a happy camper. <laughs>
Absolutely. I think it is a great thinking partner, a great first draft. Exactly. Potential. Exactly. And, you know, maybe a year from now, even, we might be having another conversation, but I've just seen too many problems. And the reality is from a publicity standpoint, no one and nothing takes the place of you. Absolutely. Nobody's going to tell your story better than you can. How do we, I know you talked about the example of the business coach whose son had autism. Um, how do we make ourselves story worthy? How do we uncover that hidden gem that could be used to get us on air? Um, I like to call it your ooh, ah factor. Like what is it that when you say something or um, it, it, could, it could be a very vulnerable part about your story. It could be um, something that, again, you've never told anyone. Listen, I have a financial planner. He's got a, a wife who had breast cancer. Well, you know, he says, Jill, I didn't know what the heck to do. My wife got has breast cancer and I've got to do something and take care of her. And, you know, what do I know what to do? And so he ended up like doing all this research and creating something called a guy's guide to breast cancer. And then he got on, you know, October's breast cancer awareness month talking about all of this. Well, let me just tell you his financial planning business through the roof, his stats on his website because of the publicity, very specifically like one article got him a 38% increase that day. You know why? Cause he was talking about something very different. He got noticed and people came back to him it made him more human more accessible more warm he's a financial planner but nothing else was working except that story so you know he hadn't even thought to use that he just said well this is just part of my life and i think a lot of people seth you know if they really thought like what's been a part of my life that i could talk to people about that i could help others with that i could be a solution provider for again it may be something that perhaps you don't share a lot Maybe, maybe you need to now. It, you know, these are different times. People want authenticity. People want to trust you. People want to see you. That means the up, the down, the all around, the, you know, it's okay to cry on air. I mean, all this stuff, right? It's really okay. And by the way, you can still be professional. You can still, you know, walk both lines. But I do think people want to see the other parts of who we are. Absolutely. And um, one of the best ways to do that is obviously to read Jill's books or talk to her directly or take her crash course. Can you share a little bit with our audience about where they can go? Um, what are the four books? Where is the best place for them to go to learn more and get the crash course and consume all things Jill? Thank you. Well, um, check out JillLublin.com. It's a great place to start. That's J-I-L-L. L-U-B-L-I-N.com. Always spell it out because there's lots of L's in there. Um, so please check out my, you can get all my books through there. It goes straight to Amazon for you. And that's a great place to start. And also I have a wonderful free gift for all of you, which uh, you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift. Um, and that'll give you a wonderful action guide filled with fabulous more publicity tips than we had time to go through today, plus a free masterclass live and interactive with me where you can get more questions answered. So that's, those are great places to start. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable. Thank you for coming back for your hat trick, your third time with us. This has been Seth Green with Jill Lublin. Jill, thanks again for joining us again. Thank you.
Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we will talk to you or see you next time. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit C-SuiteRadio.com.